Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. It's a Friday. Stand by. In the book by Dr. Charles Thurman called The Truths That We Must Believe, this is back to the basics, basically. Truth is our roadmap for negotiating the difficult challenges that come in life, because while without truth we have no way of knowing how to view the things that happen to us or how to successfully move beyond them. And and what is truth today? The Bible says you shall know the truth. It'll set you free. And who doesn't want to be free today? Without truth to guide you, however, we get lost and we develop emotional problems, which are the, which are the signs that tell us, you know, we're lost. What are you telling yourself about your relationship to Jesus today? Are you believing God's truth or are you believing the enemy's lies? Our minds become battlefields, especially when our thoughts are focused on Satan's lies and the false doctrines that come our way. But the truth of God keeps us centered on what's real and what's factual. Isn't that good? The Apostle Paul admonishes us to think on these things that are true and honorable, the things that are right and pure and lovely and of good repute. Oh, yes, praiseworthy, certainly. Nothing praiseworthy about Satan's condemnation of you. In fact, Romans 8.1 tells us there's no condemnation for those that belong to Jesus Christ. Remember that. The way you learn to discern God's truth from Satan's lies is to oh, saturate your mind with the Word of God. What'd you get out of the Bible today? And memorization, that's an excellent defense against the enemy's tactics. Learning and applying the truth and the principles of the Word of God to your life is going to lead to great victory in Jesus, especially in the area of your thought life. What in the world is going on? Finally, conservatives and liberals alike voicing their opinions about news yesterday that President Biden's son Hunter could be charged with federal crimes. Really? Imagine that, ladies and gentlemen. Federal agents believe that they have gathered sufficient evidence now to charge Hunter Biden with tax crimes and a false statement related to a gun purchase. And although the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware has yet to reveal whether it plans to charge the president's son, a former official said it's imminent. A federal investigation into Hunter has been going on since 2018, with the potentially major news hitting the media just weeks before the midterm. Twitter users on both sides of the aisle had strong reactions to reports of possible charges against the president's son. Quick smokescreen time. Let's talk about something else. Sleepy Joe talking about nuclear Armageddon. Here it comes. President Joe Biden said Thursday that the risk of nuclear Armageddon is at the highest level since the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis, as Russian officials speak of the possibility of using tactical nuclear weapons after suffering massive setbacks in their eight-month invasion of Ukraine. Speaking to the demons, the Democrats, Biden said that Russian President Vladimir Putin, he's a guy that I know fairly well. And the Russian leader was not joking when he talks about the use of tactical nuclear weapons or biological or chemical weapons. The whole ball of wax there, huh? Nuclear Armageddon. Well, do you trust the government? Really? How about the IRS? Republicans plan to launch immediate oversight of the IRS if they win control of the House. Three Republicans vying to lead the House Ways and Means Committee, which has jurisdiction over tax and trade policy in the House has said that uh, they're going to be shining a light on the IRS's conduct and practices 
as a top priority, and many will say amen to that. Awful. What happened over there in Thailand? 24 kids killed? A former cop? Yep. 36 people, including many preschoolers, gun, knife attack on a rural child care center. Demons flying everywhere. The deadliest mass shooting by a lone gunman in the history of Thailand. The suspect killed himself and his family as he was being chased by police. He'd been dismissed from police custody. He'd been dismissed from the police force earlier this year after being arrested for meth possession. Scary day in Las Vegas yesterday, and we're getting ready to go out there. I told my wife we ought to at least walk down the Las Vegas Strip while we're there in November with Billy Crone. Uh, Maybe not. First responders were called to the scene of a mass stabbing on the Las Vegas Strip in Nevada. Two people reportedly dead, another six injured. What was going on there? The suspect believed to have carried out that deadly stabbing rampage. He was arrested last night after the attack. Yoni Barroas, 32 years old, taken into custody. And you know, anymore could be anywhere in America. And speaking of that, well, this could be anywhere. USA happens to be a northwestern Texas town. They're mourning the loss today of two firefighters that were killed in a car crash while returning back to the station after a call. Dalhart, Texas, Volunteer Fire Department, said firefighters Brendan Torres, 19, and Chief Curtis Brown, 51, died in a collision with a semi, both pronounced dead at the scene. It's with hearts full of sadness and grief that we inform you that last night two of our own died in a vehicle accident. Please give the families, firefighters, and their families space and time as we figure all this out in moving forward. Any given day, anywhere in America. Police officers, emergency personnel running the ambulances, firefighters, all those first responders. Yep. Well, many of you can identify with this one. Dear, and you can put in there about any store, Walmart, CVS, etc. All those stores that have self-checkouts. You are almost exclusively self-checkout now. The last time I was there, the lady checking receipts at the exit stopped everyone going out. I decided not to participate in any of that nonsense, so I just skipped the exit line and left the store. I heard her screaming, ma'am, ma'am, as I kept walking and raised the receipt above my head, leaving the store. You can either trust me to do self-checkout, or you can put your cashiers back in place like it used to be, normal. I'm not interested in proving. I'm not interested in proving that I did your job for you. You want me to be a cashier with no training? Then that's your problem. It's not mine. Don't audit me for a position you refuse to employ any longer. Well, okay, you know, a a lot of people feel that way. And uh, this is kind of interesting. Going to be a new documentary out there on October the 18th. It will be free. And, uh, hey, Robert Kennedy Jr., Oh, he's coming after Dr. Fauci. Yeah, the real Anthony Fauci. So that Americans, Democrats, Republicans, everyone can understand Dr. Fauci's pernicious role in allowing pharmaceutical companies to dictate a COVID-19 response that trampled public health, the global economy, 
our constitutional rights, and all of the traditional values of liberalism. Now, instead of fostering transparency and respectful debate and implementing the traditional well-established public health strategies for countering a pandemic, Fikchi promoted a militarized, monetized response, including draconian lockdowns, business closures, coercive vaccinations with experimental jabbing, and a litany of totalitarian controls that transformed America into a surveillance state and racked up the world's highest COVID-19 body count possible. And he worked with Big Pharma, the media, and social media titans, the Pentagon, and intelligent agencies to vilify and marginalize any dissent by the public. Well, that will be worth watching. The book was The Lie of the Century. I'm sure the documentary will be the same. Going to be offered free. We'll tell you more October the 18th. Well, it's certainly a sign of the times. Yesterday, our 79-year-old mail-in president became the unlikely face of the cannabis reform movement, marijuana. He announced the biggest steps ever taken by the U.S. federal government toward decriminalizing marijuana by, number one, pardoning all Americans convicted of simple possession under the federal law and directing agencies to review how the government classifies marijuana. Why did he do this? Well, this shouldn't be a surprise. I guess people wanted nine out of 10 Americans support recreational use or medical use of marijuana. And so many states have already loosened rules that almost half of all Americans can legally consume marijuana now. Biden also sees marijuana reform as a means of righting racial wrongs. While white and black and brown people use marijuana at similar rates, black and brown people are arrested, prosecuted, and convicted at disproportionate rates. Oh, and you don't want to miss this one. What's the date today? We're just a month away from midterms. And that's no coincidence, right, Joey? Biden thinks that taking a dramatic step toward decriminalization will motivate Democrats to come out and vote for the Dem, Dems in the polls. Oh, dear. Where's my... U.S. job growth slowed for a second consecutive month in September, but hiring remained solid despite growing headwinds from higher interest rates, scorching hot inflation, and mounting recession fears. Employers added 263,000 jobs in September. A judge has given Elon Musk until October the 28th to close his purchase of Twitter, delaying a trial that was supposed to start on October the 17th. The deal is not inevitable. Musk and Twitter not exactly saying eye to eye. Hey, GOP Senator Ben Sasse of Nebraska expected to resign in order to become the president of the University of Florida. We're somewhat familiar with that action when uh, our governor, Mitch Daniels Jr. finished his term in 2013. He became the president of Purdue University, the 12th president. So it must be a big deal. Wonder how the money is. Business news. Is it called Porsche or, or Porsche? Huh? Uh, just a week after parent company Volkswagen listed it on the public market, this profitable Porsche has surpassed VW as the most valuable automaker in Europe. As of yesterday, Porsche was worth $81.2 billion, Volkswagen 
And, you know, this stuff is tough. Kanye West, better known today as, what, Yee, claims to be a strong Christian. And yesterday he was, like the president, throwing out the F word, making very strong words on the heels of an announcement that Adidas is reviewing its relationship with him. Yeah, I, you know, just, it's bad. Spurgeon said, if a man says that he is saved and does not act like it and walk like it and talk like it, we better get that man saved. What do you think? So you've been married a while. Do you have your spouse figured out? (laughs) This is bad. Have you ever been on a cruise? My wife thought maybe Alaska. It was really pretty when we were up in Anchorage in June. One family took Sharon and I on a Christian cruise. I think it was sponsored. Yeah, it was. David Jeremiah got to get on the platform with him. And I I always love him, have a lot of fun. Got to admit, I like cruises. Well, surprise, surprise. We had someone offer us an opportunity to go on a cruise again. I forgot to tell her about somebody offering us a cruise. So I mentioned that yesterday, and she said I would want to go. I said, excuse me, cruises? I always thought we had a great time. She always acted like she was having fun. (laughs) She said, I don't like cruises. Hello. Do things change when you get older? Do people get weird? (laughs) I'm asking for a friend. We don't like cruises? Okay. I've been with this woman 60 years. I thought I had her all figured out. I'm going to quit here while I'm ahead. Let's do a little living in today's world. People, what do you think? Hey, you think there's still some good people out there? Of course, lots of them. Hey, Brittany Reed, a mother of three who visited a local McDonald's location, shared a heartfelt Facebook post that described a positive interaction she had with the drive through crew members who paid for her family's order on Tuesday. She explained on Facebook to a group called Let's Talk Waynesville, Ohio, that her family had gone to attend a football practice. Days in, the kids did not want her red-potated dinner. Okay, so she decided, why not? McDonald's would be the best option. She drove there. We go through the drive-thru. The kids are all crying for one reason or another. I go to pay the bill. What? I left my purse at home, she said. Well, now I'm going to cry. I look at the young man with tears in my eyes just from being stressed out and annoyed and saying, "Hun, I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to cancel this order. Left the purse at home when we went to the football game tonight. And without hesitation, the guy takes out his wallet, swipes his card before I could even say, I will be right back. Reed made sure to return to that restaurant and pay the compassionate crew members. All the while, the guy said, I don't need to be paid back. I just want his parents to know how kind and compassionate their kid is. That was tonight. He made this stressed out mama pause for a moment and realize this is exactly what parents are trying to do, raise a great human being. Just great advice, not only for this kid, but for everyone. Don't let this old world change your heart, young man, for it's people like you that will change this world for the better. By the way, she started a GoFundMe campaign for this guy. And my goodness, she did that just to show her gratitude. And so far, the campaign has raised more than 
$7,000. Oh, a good news story. And finally, who said that? Well, the people down there at the Sinking Creek Baptist Church. Reminder, October is Pastor Appreciation Month. Thank you, Chuck Babb and Marcy, for all you do at church. That's good. Someone said, I'm confused. Joe is sending generators to Florida. Why not solar panels and wind turbines? Okay, ladies, uh, need to make sure that my wife is listening right now. You probably don't know it, but tomorrow it's here. National Give Your Husband Whatever He Wants Day. <laughs> oh, guys, I, I gave it my best shot here. You think they bought it? Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this important message. So, I prayed for some of you this week. Lots of you, actually. Your names are there. You're friends with me on Facebook. Some were needs of health issues. Some pastors included in that. And so, so refreshing to be able to stop and talk to the Lord about different situations and different people. Why don't you join in? I so appreciate all that you do for me via Facebook, your uh, prayer request. When I put one on, dozens and dozens and dozens respond. That's exciting. It's Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. Thank you so much for your concern, and boy, prayers. doesn't really get any better than that, I don't think. So let me say again, I'm saying it all the time, and I mean it. Thank you for being there. So you've come to know Christ as Savior. What is the next step? And then what is the next one after that? I've been teaching this on Wednesday night, the steps after you are saved. And starting with assurance of your salvation, Satan will try to convince you that you are not saved. I shared with our church that we had a man that used to come forward about every other Sunday anyway to get saved. And or sometimes he thought he lost his salvation by the time he got back to his seat. So you have to have assurance of salvation. And then uh, to be obedient, you ought to be baptized as soon as you are saved or as soon as possible, if you can. Some people physically can't, but uh, that's the next step. Then what do you do? So we're just going step after step. Pretty simple, actually. I discussed about baptism with one lady and found out, uh, well, through a relative, that this woman's afraid of me. What? Just, I guess, because I'm a pastor and she doesn't know how to talk to me and she has one child who has some drug problems and another one who is in prison and I got to thinking, who better to talk to? Can I identify with any of this? So you've been saved. Congratulations. Now what do we do? Baptism. You know, the New Testament provides many wonderful examples of men and women who were boldly moving forward in their Christian life. And then the Bible also presents some who had difficulty taking the next step, whatever that is. The most obvious example, perhaps, is the sometimes erratic Apostle Peter. I've been likened to him many times. That can be both good and bad. Think about all the ups and downs in Peter's life. We know that he was bold and brash and often speaking before thinking. He declared that he would never betray or leave Jesus. Pretty proud comment there. Yet, within a few short hours, there he is. He left Jesus. Mark fourteen twenty nine, Mark fourteen sixty six through 72. 
The man Peter was the first to identify Jesus as the Messiah. However, his inspired declaration was quickly followed by a refusal to believe the Lord's message of impending death. Not going to happen, really. Matthew 16, 16, by the way, there in Matthew 16, 22 and 23. Moments after hearing Jesus implore him to commit to prayer, he brought out a sword and disfigured a soldier, Luke twenty-two forty-six and 50. For quite a while, Peter's spiritual life was marked by a series of, of steps, bad steps, right? This back-and-forth behavior culminated in his most dramatic change. Within a matter of weeks, he was not a frightened, mourning little wimp, but that powerful preacher. He went from hiding in a locked room to standing prominently in Jerusalem, declaring, Jesus is Lord, the gospel of Jesus Christ. What do you think brought about that change, that next step being so powerful? His Lord gave him an assignment along with a supernatural power to achieve that. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. So he got his marching orders, the Holy Spirit directed, and he made that next step that we're talking about. The past 2,000 years have been filled with dramatic, world-changing next steps by people just like you. I mean, all over the globe. The church's first martyr, Stephen, took that next step as he preached the gospel in the face of death. The Lord's 12 disciples showed their willingness to take the next step. They all faced execution and or exile because of their radical faith. Many centuries later, Martin Luther defied the established orthodoxy by standing firm on what he knew was spiritual truth. A man named Jonathan Edwards. Wow. Remember sinners in the hands of an angry God? If you haven't read that message, you need to. George Whitfield loved him, led the way into a tremendous great awakening of Christian thought and belief throughout Europe and America. A guy named uh, D.L. Moody gave birth to modern American revivals. And more recently, Billy Graham captured the heart and the attention of a whole world through his sound preaching and his public stands. Even a high school student made a worldwide impact when she answered yes to a gunman's question, do you believe in God? Do you remember that? Columbine, 1999. Over and over again, we see God can and will do you very well in making that next step of obedience, that next level of growth, conviction, and spiritual maturity. But you, my friend, have to do something. You've got to get started. Do you believe God can do it through you? Taking the next step of obedience requires full trust in Jesus Christ. People will not allow someone in whom they lack confidence. So how do you develop that thing? Read the New Testament accounts of Peter's life or read about Martin Luther and D.L. Moody and all of these people. It's a big deal, my friend. Why choose to take the next step at all? Because no matter what your next step is, you'll simply not grow to full potential in the Lord Jesus Christ without following his lead in your life. Do it today. And finally, I think anyone can get an A on this test. How long did the Hundred Years War last? <laughs> in which month do Russians celebrate the October Revolution? What is a camel's hairbrush made of? What color is a purple finch? What country do Chinese gooseberries come from? <laughs> Are you? Oh, dear me. I'm going to get an A on this one, teacher.
I will, I will. See, you're smarter than you thought you were. That's it. I've had my say for this a Friday. Another week has just flown by. Join me on Facebook, Greg G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. I love for you to be my friend. And uh, we'll be back here on Monday. Yes, we will. Bright, well, not early. 12.30, 6 o'clock. Thank you. God bless. Have yourself a great weekend.